rolling, 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 rolling. Yeah. Rolling, 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 rolling. Yeah. Wait, what are you drinking right now? It's a zero sugar reeds ginger beer. It's the bo- it's the bougiest thing I've ever. But I thought it was a Bud Light. Super so. good. Oh no, that would be sweet. I, that would have that would have been sweet. The... That would have been really on brand for the tune that we came in with. Welcome to episode one sixty one, all about Kid Rock and his involvement with the WWE. Well, that We're was Limp Biscuit, that. but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Sick. Hey, come Listen. on. Come on, can we can we, we should, can we please get our Woodstock '99 artists straight? Thank I didn't you. watch. I didn't watch the doc. Thank I didn't you. Watch it, the, the, doc. the doc is disturbing. It is disturbing. I, that's why I didn't watch it. It's a bunch of shit water everywhere. <laughs> hey, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like there's a bunch of shit water everywhere. Again, I, I have a funny story about that. I was rafting. Oh, right? Yeah, the raft wedding. That I went to in September. Oh, no. I'm, I, you know, early in the morning, I'd wake up before everyone else and go take a walk up this huge hill. Right. Uh, was this the time that I you go, sprinted in your toms? This is this would be a day prior to that. Yeah. Because um, this is v- v- the, a day before the wedding. Okay. So uh, the goal is, oh, I didn't I, I didn't want to, you know, ruin the kitchen or anything. So I got my exercise, got up the hill, huge hill. Yeah. Got to the market, bought some hard boiled eggs, some juice. Uh, I may have bought, um, an apple. I think I bought those each day. And then I'd go to the top of the hill and sit and sit and, and just look at the sun cause it's, it's cresting over the hill and I'll eat my food, my little breakfast food. Yeah. Right. And I was listening to a podcast and they brought up Woodstock 99. So there I am eating this delicious apple and a hard boiled egg, just really enjoying the sunrise. Right. And they're talking about shit water in my ear. <laughs> it's like. It was a really it was a, it was a mixture of ideas. Right. I think. Yeah. It was a mix. It was a real mixed bag. You did a lot of yeah. sitting and staring at things, because I, 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 you, you were you were yeah. you spent a lot of time alone when you went. To, I was a contemplative when you went to a wedding. Trip. You spent a lot of time on your own, just just contemplating stuff, whether it was over breakfast, a lot of stuff, looking at this right, or or as a, uh, you know, while you were sprinting up a dirt road by yourself in your toms. Or, or while everyone was leaving and packing their munchkins into their fucking SUVs. <laughs> all their loved ones, sitting, packing all their loved ones. There, there I am alone. Staring at the babbling brook, just the saddest Texan boy in the world. <laughs> the only thing I got from that trip was fleas. <laughs> <laughs> and a beautiful wedding with my best friends, but still. Yeah, congratulations. Congra- good them, way, yeah. Congratulations to having your wedding on a raft. That's got to be... There's a lot of logistical challenges to having your wedding on a we raft. We talked about that, not on the wedding on the raft, but usually we would do it two days, and we thought maybe the first day we'll go normal, get married, but then the second day after the marriage, everyone goes in their nice clothes, and we raft in nice clothing, but only the bride and groom had nice clothes. So I was in a Hawaiian shirt with a beagle's face on sure. it. Sure. So I, could, I could raft in that, no problem. I but. mean, you could raft in anything. Have you looked at yourself? Hey, I can raft in that, man. <laughs> I- <laughs> hey, look, I'm telling you right now, I looked, I, I saw it on the rack, and I said, Woo, Martha, I could raft in that. And that's what Abraham was all about, always talking about his clothes and how he could do things. And he do loved things to talk about people. his clothes. He loved it. That's what Abraham loved just it. loved to do. He loved two things. One, feeding dogs treats. Two, Outside, talking yeah. about his clothes. He loved talking about his clothes, and sure, he just left in the middle of the night and never came back to his family, but he loved to talk about his clothes, that Abraham good man. He took all 25 of his dogs, 
Just loaded them up, loaded them up in the Beverly Hillbillies mobile, and just skedaddle. Just put it on out of there. Because <laughs> 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 you don't know that his car, Abraham, he was he was a good guy, but his car was just a real piece of shit. But, you know, <laughs> it was one of those cars that was invented before there was a standardization. You know, where everything was just kind of cobbled together by somebody out of things they found in their junk heap. One day, Abraham was like, hey, Ben. And I'm like, what's up, Abraham? And he's like, I lost the crank to the front of my car. Can you push it up the hill with me? Because I got to coast down to get to the grocery store. I said, yeah. Here's the pitch. <laughs> it's a car. But you got to crank up the front of it before you drive it. It's like you really earn that driving experience. You know what I mean? It's, it's the kind of car... Abraham's car that you don't want to rob a bank with. Yeah. Because it's just take, you want to keep it running. Yeah. If you do. And Abraham did because he's always just leaving at a moment's notice. Here's my idea, right? So we're all worried about plugging in our electric vehicles. Yeah, Terry. Tell me, Terry. Yeah. What if you, we just invented us ourselves an electric car that you just cranked up? You know, like those old, remember those old uh, cars you had when you were a kid and you could just. You cranked them up, and that, like, juiced it up, and then you set them down, yeah. and they'd go. It had the little tiny white crank that would just rip your fingers yeah, off yeah. as you tried you to You had to be real it. careful while you were cranking it, because it was, <laughs> it was tiny and very sharp. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what Abraham was. He was tiny and very sharp. Yeah, Abraham loved him. He just loved little tiny action figures. Little, He had an entire Evil Knievel set. He just loved, he'd just play for hours on the floor like a child. He, Abraham had five kids alongside the dogs, and he would buy a, a double toy every time he'd shop for them, just one for himself. <laughs> took all of them when he left, didn't take the kids, he took the toys. All though. he took were the toys, the dogs, and the dog treats. Those were the things he took. His wife was like, where are the dang dog and the, treats? And Abraham. the money, he took the money in the mattress. He took all yeah. Somehow I, she woke up and she was she was sleeping on the floorboards. I don't know yep. exactly what happened, but she said that Abraham was very stealthy apparently when he took that money out of the mattress. He's a good man. Yeah, he's a good man. <laughs> Abraham. <All right. laughs> this is my end scene. <laughs> on well, the if uh, if you've listened to the program at all, we're just up here goofing off. Just a classic. Uh, Goofapalooza here up top at the show. Two white guys doing improv. Just a classic <laughs> couple of white dudes just goofing around, <laughs> making stupid shit up. But you know that, uh, that the, the one voice is not named Ben. One voice is not named Terry. Those were those were called characters that we were just those doing. Characters. And believe it or not, it was the same character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, Which does, happens Terry. from time to time on this show. <laughs> You know, Mike and I are a comedy duo. Yeah. Okay? We're partners. We're comedy mm-hmm. partners. So it's just easier when the character, we can both go in and out of the same guy. We right? each take it's half the easy. character. Yeah, it's perfect. It's easy because you only have to do half the lifting. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm, Mike, I'm yes and and you. You're yes and and me. We're doing improv. We're whatever. like we're like those twins that got accused of cheating in medical school. What? Let's like talk one, about like that. Bell, but first, like okay, so let me, let me, let me start the show. Hi, my name is Mike. And my name is Bo. And the show's called Top It's what wrestling can be once again. We're back. I'm in the shit closet. Bo is at his shit desk. 
because we had like a snow day that turned out to be a shit day. <laughs> Well, you know what were you gonna say? We 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 did the classic Portland thing. We were where we were like, "Oh, there's some snow coming down. It's not supposed to stop. We should probably just be pieces of shit today. We should just cancel. We should cancel everything." Which is so funny because I lived in Montana and I have an '87 (laughs) Chevy with four wheel drive. I I got brand new tires. I drive fine in the snow. I drive fine. I was just lazy. I was just lazy today. That's what it was. Yeah. It wasn't the snow. Yeah. I was just lazy. I just well, had a it fucking. Like it was... I just had a McRib. You know, like yeah. I feel yeah, it... terrible. I feel awful. It looked like it was coming down when I sent you that text at seven a.m. this morning. It was coming down. That for... wasn't the problem. The problem was it wasn't cold enough today, so nothing stuck. So it was basically just like rain. Yeah, and it, I mean, it looks great out there. It looks like real dog shit. It was out there it was now. thick, fluffy rain. That's what ha- yeah, we had today. Beautiful. So anyway, these twins that got accused of cheating. Okay, identical twins. Okay, I don't know their names, but Deborah and Bernadette, let's say, and they look exactly the same. So they're going to medical school and they're taking big exams and everything. And they're taking an exam at the right at the same time, which I get because if you're if you let them take them separately, you could just have one twin that was of Doogie Howser and one twin that was a a Vinny. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Plus, they're telepathic. It's hard to do right with twins. Well, so here's the thing. They have them take it at the same time, but they're sitting at the same table. They're sitting like not directly across from each other, but like they're they're at the same table and they're sitting, and I, I don't know, but presumably they could, there was some type of uh, line of sight between the two twins. Yeah. Their scores on the exam were uh, extremely similar, <laughs> and uh, someone who was, some some n- fucking narc who was monitoring the testing, you, you know, there's some narc professor that's like, what like he's watching the CCTV of fucking students taking a test? Okay, he's got like the intranet dark web Can just for his clothes. Please get a fucking <laughs> life. Can you get a yeah. fucking life? Okay, you fucking weirdo. So anyway, it's like someone that shouts across the parking lot and going, "Hey, what are you doing over there?" Hey. Don't worry about it. It's like it. the bartender the other day. I was trying to pick my teeth in the corner of the bar. I was just standing. <laughs> listen, hey, shut up. I was listening. I was standing there in the corner because I was like going to find the bathroom, right? Because I got a, yeah. a toothpick, but it was one of those big toothpicks, those bar, you know, those big bar toothpicks they gave just me. Just real Looney Tunes. Real Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, so I go and I go to the corner of the bar, you know, and 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 I, I see, oh, all the all the doors are just employees only. There's no bathroom back here. But then I'm like, oh, I'm just standing in this corner alone. There's no one here. I'll just <laughs> I'll just pick this piece of fried chicken out of my teeth so quick. This yard right <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> so I put the javelin in my mouth, <laughs> and, and the moment I do. I get a, from the bar, one of the bartender that didn't serve me, I hear this, hey man, what's going on? You okay? Yeah. And I, I'm standing there in the corner and I turn, I turn around and he's like, can I help you? And I'm like, I'm uh, just, uh, uh, cause I'm picking up my teeth. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm like, uh, well, I'm, you know, I'm just looking for the, for the bathroom. And he, and he, and he points to the other side of the bar. He's like over there. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess. 
I guess I gotta go to the bathroom now. <laughs> so I make the trek across the bar with my fucking walking stick and yep, yep. <laughs> get in there and dig dig in real deep. Didn't it didn't really do the job that I was hoping it would, you know what I mean? That's why I got that water pick we talked about last week. But I know you can't have the water pick with you at all times. I get that. So anyway, apparently the twins were okay. they, they, they were um, looking at their computer screens and they were nodding from time to time. Uh, so one of them turned over a piece of paper. There's all, all this real uh, James Bondy kind of uh, 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 subterfuge kind of shit. Uh-huh. And, you know, and uh, so the ombudsman. The 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 narco fu- snitch. He he raises the alarm and says, "Hey, you better watch out for these fucking twins because they've got a fucking secret language, and frankly, they might be mutants. Frankly, they're cheating. Basically, what that's what. Yeah, that, I'm assuming it's a he. It sounds like a he with tiny glasses, real dork. Absolutely, yes, com- yeah. completely. So it's this whole thing. They get f- formally accused of cheating by the faculty." And their reputations at the school are ruined. They appeal to the dean. Yeah. And after reviewing the evidence or whatever, I guess, the, 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 their appeal is accepted. They are told, oh, yeah, yeah, you guys probably weren't cheating. And they were like, we Twin definitely bias. weren't cheating. Yeah. We definitely weren't cheating. We've scored similarly on tests our whole lives. So they filed a fucking lawsuit, okay? Yeah. For de- like defamation, for a million yeah. and a half bucks, yeah. had get your breath. Former fucking uh, teachers, prof- like college professors, say there was a time when they were sitting on opposite ends of the classroom in the same room, and I was fucking there, and they scored the their tests were identical. Yeah, even the work was the same. Probably. All the, they both got the same questions wrong and there is no way they were cheating. There's no way. Cause I was there. Then they had <laughs> yeah. a psychologist come in and say, twins have this shit happen all the time because they're genetically predisposed to having the same type of like mannerisms yeah. and the way that they think about things, the stuff they remember all the, and, and he's like, it's totally not uncommon for twins to score similarly on tests. And as far as all the nodding and shit, it's like they have, they, they, they have the same nervous tics yeah. yeah. when they're taking a test. So anyway, they win they got a million and a half bucks. They, yeah. they they dropped out of the med school. They've said fuck medicine. We're not doing We're that. Rich. They became they became lawyers, and now they're going to yeah. try and stop that shit from happening to other people. Apparently, I like that the idea that they've created this code through nods and this Morse code SOS with winks and blinks and paper flips. Yeah, right. And, and everything. When, if I was just with, if I was, we, you and I are in the same class. We're not twins, but we're friends. And you're on the opposite side of the room and I'm on the other side. Right. And we keep making eye contact. Of course, I'm going to ham it up like a little dork to try to get you to laugh out loud in the room during the test. Clearly. That's my only goal. I think twins probably do that to each other as well since they're thinking the same thing. Like, so. I, I also think that there's probably a situation, like, particularly with twins, there has to be a level, like, because I, from what I what I can tell, twins are both closer than any non-twin siblings could possibly be. Yeah. And also, 
I think that there is a, a type of competition that no one else can understand when you're not an exact replica of someone else. And it was possible that they could have eaten you in utero. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cause yeah, that, a competi- it's been a competition, but also a partnership since the beginning from, from the jump. Right. Yeah. Since yeah. conception. Cause we all know life begins at conception. Life begins at conception. Platform. If you know anything about the show, <laughs> can't even keep up the bit. you know that life begins at the conception. Bit. There's a couple things we, that we try no, and no, get no, across. No, no, no. We can't. <laughs> That we try and get across on the show. You know those guys out on the side of the clinic with the the fetus posters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those the, the, the basically the the uh, the, the sexual snitch. equivalent of the of the fucking <laughs> yeah, cheating yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the cheating yeah. narc. Yeah, it's the same guy. Same guy. <laughs> he's out there. He's got the he's got the sign the gross sign above his head, <laughs> showing us the thing that we that we no one needs to no one needs to see. We know. We know. We get it. We get it. We, get, we see. We know. You fucking idiot. I got some news for you. you. Really? Not huge, though. Not huge. Oh, okay. Just regular news. Are we news. at a natural movement point? I forget. The, the stories are over. The twins. Don't have twin bias, people. That's what we're really trying to get at, I think. Right? Yeah. Please do not have bias against twins, because I feel like that's one that slips under the ra- out of you know under the radar for people as far as uh, bias and like discrimination. Okay? Twins. I have triplet cousins. What? I have triplet cousins. Oh no, they got they got that a lot. They're not identical though. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't feel like that counts. One has a bigger head than the other two. Oh, well. But like, just bigger. Yeah. Just more meat. Not smarter. Just bigger. Not just bigger. More meat. Bi- just yeah. bigger. Not smarter. Yeah, I have some some stuff. I did something last night on a whim. Okay. So, uh. I went to, to, to the going away thing for my friend Grant. Yeah. And that was at the Kennedy School, so up in Northeast. Uh-huh. Uh, that didn't last very long, like 7.30. Okay. 7, 7.15. In, in that 7 to 7.30 in that range. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? On a whim, I'm already on this side of town. Let's just pop on over to North Portland past Mike's house, over to the old Eagles Lodge, drop 20 bones, and see what DOA's offering. I went to see DOA airing of grievances last night. Really? Just on a whim. I didn't stay the whole time. I didn't watch the main event, the last two matches, because it got it was ten matches. It was too many matches. Yeah, ten's a lot. But it's twenty bucks general admission. Sit anywhere behind the third row, or just stand up and walk around. That's what I did. Yeah. Uh, find a chair when I could, uh, and uh, I have some notes for DOA. I had a good time. Not for them, like for, not like notes. Like, Send them an email. Like, hey, listen, guys. Yeah. Uh, I was at the show. I've got some notes. Hey, I think I made friends with the owner. So really, or at least uh, not the owner of DOA, maybe, but the owner of the building that they work with DOA. Right. A real old old gentleman saw that I was sitting alone. Yeah. And decided to strike up a conversation. Yeah. Because I'm just an, look at my face. I'm just affable. You know, people want to talk to me. Right. Sure. Okay. The secret is I don't want to talk to them. Yeah. Right. They don't know that, but it was a fun time. Anyway, here's some things, uh, some notes I made. First of all, I have a photo that I'm going to send you here in a bit with just, it's ludicrous. Okay. Um, so I randomly went to DOA last night uh, to watch Caden Cassidy was the main point because he's our good friend and I actually have never seen him wrestle in person. Wow. So I decided, hey, I should do that. He uh, was, he's the DOA pure championship champion right now. Really? So yeah. And he put the title on the line against uh, Pitfall Jones. You know him. Oh yeah. We know Pitfall Jones. And uh, he beat, he retained. Okay. So he, he whooped Pitfall. 
but all before that, he was in the eighth match of ten. So I think it didn't get to Caden for a while. But before that, uh, Malcolm Flex and Amira from DOA, uh, not DOA, but um, Oregon, Oregon Pro Wrestling. Wrestling School, they tagged together mm-hmm. uh, against two guys. I forget their names, but they're in a faction called Heels for Hire, which is Caden Cassidy's like little faction. Right. He's the he's the boss of Heels for Hire, basically. Kind of a scary spot in that Malcolm went to throw Amira over the turnbuckle to the outside onto the other guys, but didn't get enough. She either didn't jump hard enough and he didn't throw high enough and she didn't clear the turnbuckle. Oh, no. And kind of crashed into it. But she flipped real quick and then she crashed all the way to the bottom, but she was fine. So that's good. But it was kind of was scary. Uh, Drexel and Funny Bone tag. Oh, no. They lost in a, in a tag tables match. Uh-huh. And here's the picture I want to send you on Slack. Yeah. If you're not familiar with uh, Drexel, go ahead and listen to our uh, uh, Turkey Pageant episode a couple weeks back. He makes an appearance both in human and bird form. He is Portland's favorite pervert. And Funny Bone is another pervert that we love to watch wrestle. Yeah. And yeah. as I recall, we watched him wrestle Warhorse last time. We yes. I, I think it was the prestige show. I, th- yeah, I think it was Rosalind. And it was really good. Ooh. Was it Rosalind or was it the Defy show out in North, North, East Portland. Who cares? We saw him. So before I send you the photo, when I was talking to the owner, this table that I'm about to show you never broke. I called this in my head the fuck off table. Yeah, right. And when it kept not breaking, because the match, Drexel, he's not a big guy. No. So he's, he, it takes a lot of force to break a table off, off of Drexel's body. Yeah. So the owner was like, I told him that table wasn't going to break. <laughs> And so here, go to your Slack. Listen to the owner. <laughs> Listen to the owner of the building. He knows his equipment. Look at this table. He's try- Drexel tries to set it up in the corner because it just will not break. They w- they did have a superplex off the top, and it did not break. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that fucking table. Let's see here. Oh, yeah, that, that's not going to break. <laughs> no, no, no. No, also, Drexel... Drexel is so defeated here. He's so sad about this. This is table. like the fifth time they've tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so sad. They eventually took it out and just they put another table in the corner <laughs> for such a smaller table. If you look at Drexel, the dude who's like sort of by his lower back, this dude knows what's up with this table. Mm-hmm. He the he's got his little head cocked. That kind guy? of Chuck Norrisy looking guy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. He's like, that's this is the fifth time. It's not gonna break. He's like, this is gonna this is <laughs> getting worse. This is getting more and more enjoyable each time for me and more and more painful for these guys. It's just so it's just so funny because I'm sitting back there, I'm back behind the crowds, just standing alone, like with my hand on my mouth, like, this is very interesting because this table is a fuck off yeah, table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the owner just walks by slowly with his coffee, goes, Man, I told him it wasn't gonna break. <laughs> Let me picture this guy. Because it's at Eagles Lodge. You know who the owner is, right? It's just some old grizzled vet yeah. with, like, he had a tiny goatee with gray and blonde hair. Yeah. And he's just slowly walking. I didn't get his name because, again, I'm bad at uh, being extroverted. Yeah. So I didn't get his name. I didn't give him my name. I didn't get his name. But I will next time. Right. Because he even said, I've seen you here before. And I was like, I've been here before. Anyway, that was that. Uh, that'd be weird if exchange. you. That'd be weird if you hadn't. Um, the last thing of note I want to mention about the last night move. There was actually the main event was a cage match. Ooh, like 
the cages was de- deconstructed behind me. It had barbed wire too at the top. Oh, but I was too tired. I was too tired. Right. I had to leave. Had to leave. Um, Hammer Bros. There was a, an eight man tag. The 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 Hammer Brothers and Jaden and then I forget the other high flyer's name versus this group called the Academy, which there's a poet laureate guy who's the leader. And then uh, who's that guy you saw in Montana that we also saw wrestle with Drexel back at the first DOA show? Dr. Cleaver. Doc Cleaver. Yeah. He was in it. And then another big guy. And then this guy named David or Daniel, that was just a dork that the crowd loved. And the other teammates were pissed off that the crowd loved him anyway. uh, So I saw the hammer brothers wrestle for the first time and buddy, the crowd loves the hammer brothers. Really? Jack and sledge are over as fuck. They do this move where they get you, it's sledge starts it. They get the guy in the turnbuckle right in their corner. And then they do a double huge axe handle. They just get both their hands over their fist. And then they do three hits. One, drop a turnbuckle. Two, drop a turnbuckle on the ground. And then they tag and the guy gets back up and then Jack does it. And then in this match, all four of the guys did it. (laughs) It was so fun. That's great. But yeah, Sledge, he does a stink face, which brings me to this question. If I'm the guy that says, tries to go through this fuck off table and you're not that guy. Right. I'm not that guy. Are you the stink face guy? No, you're the stink face guy. But it's not a lot of impact. You t- uh, no, no, no. It doesn't matter. You take the face. <laughs> but that's not fair. You I don't well, think. no, that's I'm, I'm telling you. You know, I tell you, I'll take the high, you know, the high angle tiger suplex, and you, you can you can take the stink face. <laughs> but I don't want to take the stink face. Well, then I guess we're not taking any stink faces because I'm not taking a stink face. Okay. I think that's right there. This is a good promo. <laughs> We're fighting the Hammer Brothers. This is all it is. This is all it needs to be. <laughs> we have them sign an ag- agreement that says there will be no stink faces. Not on me or uh, my partner here. No, we don't do that. <laughs> Those are my notes. Uh, yeah, I might do that more often. I, 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 It was on a whim. I think next time if I have more forethought, I'll probably contact you. But this is like, yeah. I'm over here. Let's just go. Hell yeah. Um, And also the cold weather is destroying my car really because it because by the time i got to kennedy school so my bat my car battery only maximum charge now is 35 when it gets warmer it'll kick back up to 45 but in the cold it's 35 so you you can only drive 35 miles no sir i can only drive about 15 oh my god so what is that what does 35 signify when the battery was healthy it would have signified 35 exactly but now it doesn't because it's 10 years old okay but it like is 50 the max what's the what's the max like the max when the car was new was 107. Okay. Yeah. After about seven, I forget. I forget how many miles it starts deteriorating, which is what has happened. Um, so now it's 46, but in the cold because the battery juices are cold, right? Uh, it doesn't perform very well. Doesn't charge very well. Got it. So 35 um, got me to Kennedy School at about 22. Uh. <laughs> From Kennedy School all the way to the Eagles Lodge, which is quite a trek. Yeah. It's just it's just Lombard, but it's quite a trip. Yeah, for you, for for the, got for me, the Nissan, it is. Yeah, got me to the parking lot at eighteen. Oh, in my head, I'm sweating and panicking because now I'm thinking, is that going to get me all the way back when it's even colder later on? Yeah, I pulled in to my place at two miles left on my odometer, which means it was dead. I was coasting it. I hate this car, Mike. I hate it. Wow. <laughs> I discovered how much I hate it when I went to Thanksgiving last week, getting to v- Salmon Creek. Yeah. 
it now takes 12 miles roughly more to get there and basically it's in the cold and also because the car sucks and i'm just i'm i'm furious at the car these days yeah i hate it i hate it too there's nothing i can do for now this year next year this bo gets a new vehicle that's the goal it's my only financial goal it's to get a different car great well we're all going to be rooting for you Mm -hmm. you know sending you best wishes if you ever need any hot tips on somebody trying to unload their like 84 vw jetta turbo diesel let me know because i see those on craigslist a fair amount 40 40 plus miles to the gallon on those bad boys i might i almost bid on one myself today uh but i held off because it looked like it had an aftermarket cd player in there and i'm really a cassette guy if you want to see online that fuck off table just go to uh, our twitter at toby suicida pod uh you can find it because it's a great photo it's not a great photo it's good though but mike i'm sad you couldn't make it last night not sad i'm just you know well you're clearly not that sad because you didn't even let me know that you were going well i was gonna tell you while i was there i was like i'll save it for the show I'll wait to hurt Mike's feelings. No, no, dude, I was him. too fucking tired to go to a wrestling show last night. There was no way I was going. The lights, if you were even home, the lights were not on because I glanced over. It was dark, and I looked over the field. It was like, I do not see lights on in that house. No, I was, it was, lights go down, chill the fuck out, because uh, I got, it was it was a gnarly week of work. But one more of those. Are you a, are you a candle guy? I'm not a candle guy. Open flame. Not good for the OCD. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. But, I, you know, a Glade plug-in, sure. So when I was running a candle last week, were you, through the entire episode, were you just kind of stressed out? Slightly, yes. Well, I even mentioned, I was like, so candles and incense, huh? You said, are you a candle guy? And I said, not usually. <laughs> but since you came <laughs> over, I thought, well, you know, I might as well. You know how much I do for your OCD ass before you come over? I clean so much stuff up for you. Wow. Anyway, it's not what I want to ask you. Okay. I didn't ask you anything. What I do want to ask you is a question in your voice. Now it's time to say who you really like. Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you pay to see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler? Mike, have you watched Rampage from last night? No. Or two nights ago? I have not. I, was, I did watch it last I was night. a very bad wrestling fan this week. I did not... Have you not even watched Dynamite? I did not even watch Dynamite. It's all right. It's 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 a slow week. But I did see that uh, Brian Danielson wrestled Dax. Yes, that was an excellent match. Yeah, Dynamite was really solid. Obviously. Really solid. Rampage is whatever, but it's it's enjoyable. But the end of the show ends with a uh, something happened, and can I spoil the end of Rampage for you? Please. It's Orange Cassidy versus, no, it's a four-way tag. Dan How no, it's Orange Cassidy versus someone in a lumberjack match. Okay. And the best friends, Dan Housen, are out there. I think it's, I think it was QT Marshall. The factory was out there. At the very end, though, uh, House of Black shows up. Uh-huh. Because QT Marshall, I forget how the, who won the match. Orange, Orange probably won. Anyway, everyone's getting beat up. They're beating up everyone. They're beating up all the uh, all the lumberjacks. They're beating up everyone in the ring. Yeah, but they uh, but they avoided beating. Actually, Buddy Murphy was about to beat up Ortiz, and Malachi pulled him off. Buddy Ortiz is coming to the House of Black. Ooh, you can I like it. that. 
That would be very cool. So that's my biggest wrestler, my favorite wrestler. I didn't mean to go into it, you know? I didn't mean to go into mine. That was an accident. Yeah, and also I think that's a good move for the House of Black because Mm -hmm. it assuages any suspicions that there is some kind of a black metal, white nationalist kind of a thing. You know what I mean? You don't want that. No, no, no. no, no. no. So let's just, you know, like make it clear that they're uh, not assholes. Not assholes. All their haircuts can give off the impression that they might be assholes. Listen. They're not assholes. Listen. They look like assholes. (laughs) Okay? But they're not. They're just dudes that whose ancestors were from Scandinavia. That's all. Okay, so everybody just relax. Speaking of looking like assholes, guess who got re-signed to WWE? Uh, tell me. The crustiest, driest thumb of a wrestler. Your favorite guy. I forget his name, but the guy from uh, Eric Young. <laughs> we love you, Eric Young, if <laughs> Eric you ever listen to this. But you are scary looking. He's a, You're oh, so he dry. knows he's scary looking. He is a hairless rabbit. <laughs> he is a an absolute nightmare of a man. And he's a great wrestler. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was great. And I think Triple H loves him. And it'll, it'll be fun to see him in there on clips that I might see online. Um, so, yeah. Sorry to – I was going to ask you the question, but and it, Rampage led to that. Ortiz is my favorite wrestler. So, who is your favorite wrestler? Great. Let's keep it in the family. My favorite wrestler. I feel like uh, this could have been my answer last week. But uh, since it's been a while, let's say that Malachi Black is my favorite wrestler. Because he's back – and that's good for everybody. And his eye makeup has shrunk back down. I saw that. It's no, it's no longer <laughs> half of his face being over. I hope when he keeps spraying it, it gets bigger again. <laughs> uh, Sonico sprayed a guy in the face in the opening match last night and won his match. That was a match that happened. It's a good move. You're, you're going to be the missed guy in our tag team. You're the missed guy. I feel like anything that has uh, any uh, dirtiness that might go into Mike's mouth is off limits. You're in charge of the of the mist. I'll bleed. I'll bleed buckets. Don't worry about that. So that's the thing. I'll take the chair shots to the head. I'll bleed buckets. I'll take the you know pile drivers from the people I trust. The reason it's not fair is because I want to do all that stuff too. Well, that's not my fault. Okay. <laughs> I want to do the wrestling. What if someone, a tag team, stink-faced someone, and then when they got up, the other guy missed them while they were down on the ground. They just missed them while they were already down. Ah! It's just double insult. So good. The mist is brown. The mist is brown. Oh, you gross. Get it. You get it. Oh, the brown mist. No. All right, who's your favorite wrestler again? Did you already say it? Malachi. I love his kicks. I love his shorts. I love his, his sleeveless, like, uh, long hoodie. You know, all and really thin, fat, thin cloth, real thin. Very cool. Billows. Not what you want to be uh, wearing when you get caught out in the wilds, though. Or or in a barbed wire. That's not. No. Actually, though, maybe you might want to carry it because they might grab it and then you can easily get out of it. Right. Yeah. It'd be easily easy to escape the, the tiny, thin fabric. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Speaking of escape, I see you haven't escaped uh, your housemate. Uh, sit down. He's got real wet hair right now. Shut What's up. What's going on, Rick? I just got out of the shower. I was taking a shower in this loser's bathroom. And what I have to say is it was absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Have you ever heard? I'm not sure how often Mike cleans. When you live like the nature boy, you live on the big side of town in the biggest house. 
on the block. You're wearing Rolex watches, and what that means is you have a staff that's just there to clean your bathroom. Okay. I thought you were talking about the toothpick Mike was using earlier. I heard that story as well through the door. It you, was. Since he's in the closet, did you have a cup up? You can just hear him talking while you're in the shower. How did you know? I, How that's what I figured. did you know that? So you're a fucking creep. That's true. I've been called that before, but you know what else I've been called? The 16-time heavyweight champion of the world. And when you talk about the nature boy, you're talking about the greatest professional athlete in the world. But that's not why I'm here. I'm not here to talk about the nature boy. I'm not here to talk about Ricky Steamboat. I'm here to talk about two people. One is a creepy guy. His name is Malachi Black. And this man is Halloween. Every day of the year. Mm-hmm. Second man that I'm here to talk about. This, this week, Rick, it's very organized. <laughs> the number of things and people <laughs> I'm talking about right now is two. Malachi Black, mm-hmm. one. Ortiz, two. And now if you'll excuse me, I have to hop on the PJ. Because I have got a party woo, waiting for me in Atlantic City. Where my best friend, Arn Anderson, is going to return that pair of socks. And then we are going to be up all night on the boardwalk. Vodka, women, mean gene. Well, I hope by the time you get there, you're a bit, you know, less damp. You're still kind of damp from the shower, and you're kind of, I can see through your blue, powder blue button up. There wasn't a clean towel in the bathroom. I had to dry off with the damp one that this loser had used before. I've never been so humiliated in my life. But if you'll excuse me, JJ is waiting for me at the blackjack table. And so it's time. For the nature boy, woo, to make his exit. Well, well, I didn't know he was in my house, but he was <laughs> the whole time. Well, every time that like we, he feels the energy. Like when we're heading towards the end of wrestler, the wrestler segment, and I see his little head pops up over your shoulder, and his little, he looks like Luther when I hide from him, his big old eyes. Which Luther update? He's got a new best friend. It's a shoelace. Shoelace, huh? <laughs> Fucking loves it. When you come over next time, yeah. You want to distract him from your drink that he's always interested in? Yeah. You shake that shoelace in front of him. He'll go nuts. Yeah, I'm definitely going to touch that gross shoelace. That's definitely going to happen. No way. He puts it in his mouth, and he carries it around, and he talks to me. I go, is that your friend? He'll <laughs> He's very cute, and he's very vocal now. He loves it. All right, one last thing before we move on. Um, it, since we're talking about gross stuff, you commented on it while it was happening, but I got to tell you, in the, here in the closet, yeah. uh, it, it was wetter than you ever dreamed that it <laughs> could have been. It was so wet in I, I like I like the entire right side of my body is soaked just from being next to him. When his eyes popped up and I acknowledged that he was in the room, did the did the temperature of the room, the humidity, kind of did it go up because he brought all the warmness from the shower with? Yeah, him? it was like I was suddenly in the Dominican Republic or something. <laughs> it's always so hot there. God. Okay, here we are. Uh, we didn't tell anyone what we're doing today, did we? No, we didn't say shit yet. 
Let's just hold off on that until after everyone's favorite segment then. Because they read the title they know. of the episode. They, you can they read. read it. If you can't, we apologize. It's three of the same words in a row, but if you can't read it. Again, that's not Mike and I's real problem, but uh, we do apologize for it. It's not our problem. That was Teach for America that failed. So I have one shithouse for uh-huh. you. Uh-huh. And it's one that I've had on TikTok bookmarked for probably a while. And I keep <laughs> seeing it and like, I should use that, but I'm going to use it today. Okay. And I'm ready for you to love it. Let me see. All right. This is uh, TikTok here from Raymond Lozada. Caption is, an evil sorcerer has turned me into an ant. And then a little emoji face with a tear, a single tear, falling to the floor. Okay. Raymond Lozada, here we go. An evil sorcerer has turned me into an ant. And now the bigger ants are making me go back and forth and get stuff and do stuff for the queen ant and the bee ant. It's hurting my feelings because she never says thank you or shows any appreciation for the stuff that I do. Okay, Raymond. (laughs) Well, (laughs) um, I, uh, that's, uh, I mean, I, you know, I guess it's fine. Like, we put a man on the moon in 1969. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's where we, it, it's it's all over. You know? So what what did you see for the people that don't check our Twitter? So what I saw was uh, Raymond Lozada. <laughs> 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 uh, his disembodied head had been Frankenstein sewed onto the body of what I presume was a giant ant. <laughs> Um, that was created in what looked to be MS Paint, and he was complaining of he was complaining about his ant life. It was almost like rewatching the film Ants with John Goodman. No, with uh, with uh, with uh, John Goodman's the arachnophobia. Uh, ants is uh, uh, our cat, right? Ants. No, that's is spiders. The uh, Vile human being Woody Allen, uh, but also a lot of good people. Oh, the cartoon. The cartoon. A lot of good people in that movie as well. You had uh, Gene Hackman, of course. Yeah. Sly Stallone. It's hard. It's hard. I'm trying to picture it because the Bugs Life is so came out the same year, right? You know. But this one had the. They were very ugly, ugly animations and ants, right? Totally. Mostly like a green, green and brown. Yeah, kind of a green brown look, and a Z. Yes. It was a Z. Yes. I could picture the video game because, you know, those movies back then always had a shitty video game as well. Oh, right. Yes. The Ants video game, of course. Yes. That, that was one of the first uh, computer animated films that wasn't Disney Pixar. And it was actually a good movie and it was it was great. But it, until we, you know, later, of course, found out that Woody Allen is a monster. <laughs> That's a horrible, An absolute horrible person. monster. Yes. Um. um but anyway, that's me? neither here nor there in regards to Raymond Lozada. <laughs> was Raymond shithouse? Yeah, Raymond was shithouse. Okay, good. Raymond would have been shithouse even if it was just a still image of Raymond Lozada <laughs> that you showed me. He was He's a shithouse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to, in next year's turkey pageant, I hope there's a Raymond Lozada turkey. Like someone puts his face on a turkey. Me Maybe too. he does. Maybe he gets cursed. 
by a, a wizard that, that turns him into a turkey. Raymond, if you're still getting cursed this time next year, please mm-hmm. go ahead and uh, submit something to us. You can do that by sending us an email at topesuicidapod at gmail.com or tweeting at us at topesuicidapod or send us a DM on Instagram also at topesuicidapod. You'll find us pretty much everywhere you want to be. That's right, Michael. That's my radio voice. That's what the show turns into after shithouse. But actually, it doesn't. You're here. You read the title episode. Wait, no. Mike, do you have a shithouse? Yeah, that was very rude. It's off and on with you, you know? Very rude. I have two shithouses for you. And yes, they're not my originals. Yes, they were given to me by perennial friend of the program and my true love, Stacy. Uh-huh. Yes. Are they- okay. Let's just get that out of the way. We'll get it out of your system. But they are excellent submissions. They're not from like Business Journal or like BizHub.net. No, they're not from BizHub.co, okay? (laughs) I don't do that anyway. You know I'm a Forbes guy. Yeah, you're a a bit. You love the money section of Forbes. So we know about Mike is he's huge into capitalism. He loves it. It's perfect. The system is perfect. We're seeing right now how perfect the system is. All right, so Mike has sent me a TikTok. Uh, thank you, Stacy, for the TikTok. <laughs> so it says, um, before I open up, this is what I live for. Don't attempt this. I am a professional. It's at ripped badass. This is what I live for. Don't attempt this. I am a professional. Um, and I will open it up now. So there's a woman hanging here, a ballerina, by the looks of the feet. <laughs> and uh, But uh, I don't know. I'm actually going to mute it because the song. But it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a drone cam. She's just hanging there by her right hand, doing a bunch of cool leg kicks and swirly swirls, swimming through the air. It looked like the ladder's... Oh, yeah, it's all the way down. This is wild. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought it, it reset. She does a really cool splits at the very beginning. Um, yeah, cause there's no, what if her hand got tired? Yeah. She's like doing the, she's, she's like doing like cool acrobatics, like on the monkey bars person, Uh but uh, like on a skyscraper. Yeah. Just like really high. I wish the video like said the details about like how high that was rigged. That little lat rope ladder was rigged. Yeah. Like, is there water down there? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, is there water? It wouldn't matter. That's scary. It wouldn't matter. It could be water or it could be concrete. It'd be the same thing at that height. So, anyway, shithouse? Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous and scary, but I get it. Because it's, it's, it's a, it, it shows the human capability. The feat that this person is accomplishing is an amazing feat. Right. Like the, ma- the mastery unlike... over the mind. Mm-hmm. Like when Drexel was stapling money to the guy's forehead last night and the heckler bros that got kicked out at, at intermission got silent because the staple gun was real, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, some people got kicked out too. They were like, awful. Awful yelling shit uh, in the show. So. Cool. I love that. I love going paying money to go someplace to then de- degrade it loudly. It's just, it was, uh, I'll talk to you off mic about it. Great.
All right, one more. This is also a TikTok. And this is also another kind of triumph of the human spirit here. This is this is uh, reminding you that there's also good in the world and that and that when you choose your D&D character, their alignment to be chaotic good, mm-hmm. that can happen in real life too. So this is from ESPN, their TikTok account. The fans understood what they needed to do. And it's on a soccer field. There's a little kid there with a ball, and I'm pressing play. Oh, wait. Did that kid just steal the ball off the field? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then the parents are like, get them out of here. Get them out of here. Smuggling them out. The smuggling them out. <laughs> smuggle them. Smuggle them. Smuggle them. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that's shithouse. Because the kid, I wish we saw, like, where did the kid, I imagine the kid jumped over the railing, grabbed it, then ran back. It would be even cooler if he just, he started out on the other side of the field. Yeah. And just, because, you know, sometimes we'll get, like, a cat on the field and no one can catch it. Yeah. Just, if he just booked it. Yeah, just straight. The ball. Yeah. No, that was shithouse. Definitely. Great. This Was that during the World Cup? When was this? I, th- I imagine so, just because that's what's going on right now. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know. I don't know what match that was during. Um, but, yeah, no, you love to see a bunch of fans come together and smuggle a child who has committed a tiny cri- soccer crime. Uh, Do you think... I guess it's not a. I guess it would be a crime. I guess that's theft, right? Yeah. Well, and also, you're, you're, you're even if you're not uh, stealing anything from the field, you're definitely not allowed to run out on the field or the court or anything for any sort. But I don't know if that's a crime. It might be against the rules of the stadium. Yeah. No, it's a crime. You get theft. you get you get prosecuted <laughs> for that for sure. Yeah. 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 That's like you know. That that just means the parent was like, <laughs> send the minor, send the minor to get the ball. They can't prosecute the uh, minor. Yeah, no, they're not going to throw him <laughs> in jail for this. So smart. Um, it was shithouse, definitely. Great. Which brings us to the part of the episode that they all read about in the title that we haven't shared with them, and that's Lucha, Lucha, Lucha Underground. The series is back. It's back, baby. For a while, we got to watch the show on Pluto TV, and then Christine fan of the show informed us <laughs> many many months ago yes. that it was going away and we were like but we're only like 20 episodes in what are we gonna do and what we did was nothing for since episode 121 we ignored so it for like cancer. 40 weeks for 40 weeks since March, we've ignored yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, because incidentally, it was episode one twenty one. We're on episode one sixty one. Okay. Real easy math for the bowman on this one. Wow, nice. Um, but no, we got it on. Uh, uh, you can find it any place you can buy stuff. Amazon, it's there. I think it's on. Uh, uh, I was gonna say Google, but YouTube, Apple TV is where I have it. Um, and uh, you can watch it. Please, we watch it. We're on episode seventeen and eighteen. Is actually we're not we're not twenty episodes in. I was exaggerating. We're getting there though. Do you remember, Mike? Forty weeks ago. Yeah, of course I do. The episode we watched two episodes. I, who cares about the first one? The second one was entitled "Caged Animals." Do you remember the main event? Yeah, I have it. It was, um, yeah, caged it, animals. Yeah, it was Brian Cage and Prince Puma. Close. Brian Cage and King Cuerno. Oh, who was right. Brian Cage. And I, if I recall, it was your favorite Brian Cage match you have ever seen because he 
shit housed all over King Clark. Right, yeah. So, <clears throat> the two episodes we have today, episode 17, entitled A War Started in Mexico, dot, 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 which I think we were introduced to Tejano with a cowbell and the rope, right? Right. He attacked, he attacked Del Rio. Yeah. Or whatever he's called. El, El Patron. Yeah, so I think this this might be revolving around him. And then episode 18 is No Escape. Then the thumbnail, there was no cage. Um, there was no cage. There was no cage match. There was an Angel- Angelico. <laughs> he's, in the, he's in the episode. Okay, I know that. great. Yeah, well, so, that means we can't escape watching Angelico. Hey, the last time we saw him on Lucha 2, you're like, hey, that's the best I've seen Angelico. Yeah, too. he fucking ruled. Hey, look. I'm a straight shooter. I'm going to shoot it straight. You're going to love what Angelico does in either late stage of this season or early season two. Um, so we're going to watch those. Uh, we encourage you to find the show uh, and watch it along with us. Um, and we'll talk about it. But, you know, it's been 40 weeks. You know what we have added to the show since then? N- no. Tights of the night. Baby. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Ooh, it's going to be fun. So please uh, watch it with us and come back to the show with us after uh, the break. Well, I just put the mic between my legs and I crushed my balls. Really hurts. I don't like to put the microphone between my legs. You know what I mean. So sometimes I just like to. When I'm trapped in the cage, you know the dick cage that we got from ExtremeRestraints.com with the coupon code that one Black Friday. When I'm stuck in there, sometimes my balls swell up, but it's part of the experience. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I'm starting my my yearly uh, PowerPoint presentation a little early. I'm I'm trying to get a little more few hours in it, trying to convince Lorraine that maybe when Halloween rolls around, I could get a treat instead of a trick this year. Yeah, yeah. She, every year she's just tricking me. She knows she's a trick. I say, well, hey, where's the key? She says, nothing. I don't. There's no. There's no response. I'm still trapped in the bathroom. I'm in the bathroom. And I don't hear any. I don't hear any response. Nope. I think she might have left. Just chained. But... Just chained to this clawfoot tub. So. Anyway, <laughs> I just love those cars movies. <laughs> That's another good example of uh, one character that Mike and I do, where we can easily <laughs> m- move in and out of Clint effortlessly as one unit. He has a friend that we can play to, but he's not as fun. <laughs> so, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> and incidentally, Mark kind of just sounds like Perry and Ben, who you Terry and Ben that you met earlier. So his voice is a tad bit deeper. Oh, oh man, we're back from episode seventeen and sixteen of uh, Lucha Underground seventeen and eighteen. Yeah, seventeen and eighteen. Oh, what we uh, what we think off the get? They were both good. They were both they were both fun episodes. Enjoyed them both. It was great to be back in the temple after yep. 40 weeks away. <laughs> 40 weeks. I did the math, man. 40 weeks. It's been too long. We'll come back to it more regularly now that we have access to the the season. Yeah. Um cuz there is like 52 episodes. <laughs> 
Yeah, probably be better if we didn't do an Alucha episode every every ten, a little more frequent than every ten months. Yes, a little more frequent. So, uh, both good. The first episode of War started in Mexico. In the Lucha series, we do we we rate them on certain criteria. Uh, there's three things: how horny are they? Right. How big is Rick? Yeah. And were there any heat sheets? So before we even start, I want to go out and say. Zero heat sheets in both episodes. Zero. Big goose egg. Zero. Big goose it's egg. like nobody remembered that Eddie Guerrero is dead. I everyone forgot. I think what's happening is everyone in the first taping, yeah. which is like the first five episodes, yeah. were gung-ho about Eddie. Right. Respect. Again, the LWO is right. coming up again in the show. La Raza. La Raza. Uh, and, 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 but now these extra tapings, these new tapings are like, okay... Just give us Lucha Underground now, so we're not getting any. Can't do it with a mic. I can't do it. Yeah, no, you can't. You can't do it. Period. You're try. You're really trying to. No, yeah, no, that's not good. It wasn't enough that's shimmy on the good. shoulder. That looked like you in that scene in uh, Detroit Rock City where you get up and shake your wee wee for a hundred bucks so you can get the kiss tickets. Well, also, you, it has a little hip movement in there, and I'm I'm sealed to this chair. So without the hip movements, you just gonna look like old jerky McJerk face. Anyway, no heat sheets. No, no heat sheets. Your his, Mike's lips are perching or whatever the lips do because he's got something funny to say about my heat sheet. He wants to say something funny about me not doing the heat sheet right, and I I could do it. I can do it. No, you're just a you're just a loaf of Wonder Bread. You can't. Of course, you can't do it. I do need a tan, and I'm in the white tank. That's not it's your fault. Real. That's not your fault. <laughs> you were born. You came out of your mom's v- vagina, a loaf of Wonder Bread. That's not your fault. Just launched. Just, right just out. shot a loaf of Wonder Bread out. Bread's ready. Doctor, doctor caught it and then spread Miracle Whip on it, baby. And there, it, there he was, Bo Rosser. God, I hate Miracle Whip so much. Uh, the other things, uh, let's get this one out of the way real quick, because he only appeared in one episode. Yeah, episode seventeen. A war started in Mexico. How big is Rick in this episode? Rick was like. Rick was as big as, you know, that, um, like the, the kid with bad teeth in a Christmas story since we're in the holiday season. Yeah. Scuzz or, or bunk gag. Um, he, he was that big. He was, he was neighborhood bully big. I agree. I agree. I got him, uh, one of the big, uh, big that I read him. He was, I can swim in those big shorts big. Yeah. It's his shorts. I don't know why. I think because we started doing tights of the night since the last time I watched it. Now I'm paying more attention to outfits. Yeah. I never noticed his huge sweat shorts. The, They're so oh, you big. Never, you never noticed them? Because all every time he's on screen, all I can think about is the reason <laughs> that Rick wears those shorts is that his dick is so big. It's no, so we, incredibly we've big. Seen, We've seen Ezekiel Jackson in a little singlet. Oh, not a singlet. Uh, maybe what? No, he had tights. Yeah, he had, he had tights, little. Yeah, he had briefs. He had short tights. <laughs> we got to go back and do some research. We got to go. We got to take the microscope, the magnifying glass, I should say, to the the high def. Rerun. Why are you watching early PG era? Oh, we just want to see his dick size. We're we trying to see, see how big Rick is. <laughs> <laughs> So he, he was pretty big in this last. Pretty episode. big. He won the match in a fun way. He's like, I don't want to hurt you, sexy star. Sit yeah, Rick, down. 
Rick was like, please can't, stop can't slapping me. I'm I weigh I am four of you. My name has big in it. We're both I'm big, you're sexy. We have that covered. Both of it's in our names. Yeah, and he just held her shoulders down and one, two, three, and then the those goons. What are they called again? The click? No. The the, the dorks. I don't I don't know what they're called. Can you name all three? Go. Yeah. Uh uh, Cigarro, mm. Cortez Castro, Cortez Castro. Okay, cool. There's one. Baylor, I think, or Bail. No, it's, that it's, could it's, also it's, be it's, a Star Trek villain. We don't know. It's, it's be, also uni- it's, it's also a university in Texas. And then the other guy is the secret best of the three. The 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 bald one with the tiny mustache. They're all bald. What am I saying, Mister? <laughs> Yes, you're getting there. It's like Mr. L or something. No, because I had it when I started the list and I lost it by the time I got to him. But it is, fuck, Cortez Castro, Mr. Castro. (laughs) That's Cortez's father, Mr. Uh, Castro. I hope I remember before the end of the episode, but probably not. So the big segment of these two episodes was they they were kind of horny. The second episode more than the first. The first one, I have one shout out that I want to say. And that was just Katrina in general in episode one. Brother. During the Ray and Mill match. Just uh, the camera angle at the end where he's ki- she kisses Mill and then licks all the way from his groin. Yeah, all the way <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had to take Vampiro away in an ambulance. <laughs> yeah. I have one sentence, one word. Horny. <laughs> Period. Because <laughs> Vampiro's last word was brother. Brother. And then his heart exploded. Because <laughs> all the blood went to his <laughs> We don't mean to get this blue on the show, uh, everyone, but it, that's part of the segments of Lucha's series. So It was a horny episode. Anything else stand out as I spill water all over my face because I'm so fucking turned on by this episode. Oh, so horny. God, um, not really. I, I thought yeah, that was definitely the horniest part of the episode. And then Katrina making out with Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was horny for sure. Uh, but I feel like all the, all the horny in that episode was pretty much confined to that one match. Yeah. Episode two, I have three notes for horniness. And okay. It, it, it takes place within the Evil East and Helico match. Right. With special guest referee, Son of Havoc. Yeah. Do you think Dad of Havoc was also a ref? Yeah, definitely. Dad of Havoc refed once his competition career was over. Is Dad of Havoc son of Havoc's grandfather or father? Father. Are you sure? Yeah. Wouldn't Havoc be the father? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dad of Havoc is the grandfather. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Havoc. Havoc is is in the middle. Yep. Milk and Toast Havoc, he's in the middle. Yeah, he's in the middle. So, this match... The entire time, Angelico is basically hitting on trying to flirt yeah. with Ivelisse. Yeah. And pissing off the boyfriend, <laughs> the ref, son of Havoc. Yeah. She's tough in the ring. This is a quote. She's tough in the ring from Vampiro. She's tough in the ring, but also, long pause, a hottie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a rumor. That was a rumor. Yeah. And the next line is, is that was a rumor, question mark, from Matt Stryker. <laughs> That's what he heard. He heard a rumor. (laughs) 
Oh, man. Vampiro also heard a rumor that he had an erection. <laughs> Again. Same taping. Oh, my God. Um, also, and Helico's victory, his pin, extremely so horny. So horny. Like, that's a pin that, like, um, I think Colt Cabana does a variation of that, but with his ankles, and he's all the way. Yeah, Superman. Superman extended. pin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was it was horny when Angelico did it, just based off the context of the rest of the match. Well, Angelico's pin was like sex, and and, and yeah, Angelico's pin was like crotch on crotch type of pin. And like and, and Havoc, he just had to sit there and watch like Clint, you know. But Havoc doesn't like it. That's not his fetish. Yeah, Havoc doesn't even Havoc is never asked, never thought it was a good idea to, to order anything from ExtremeRestraints.com. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Son of Havoc is like afraid of the internet. So Son of Havoc uses like motorcycle oil for lube. He's not buying anything that's not Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Havoc taught him. And that's why they're called Havoc. Uh the another note I have actually in the episode, it wasn't it was about Katrina again, and it was the backstage with her and Ray. And the shots of Ray's face, but the background was just cleavage. Just pure, it was like 75% of the frame was cleavage. <laughs> it was so yeah. big. Yeah, it was so extremely horny. I'm over here on a 70-inch TV. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just like, in, there, in, like in a soft, couch cushion. In soft focus. It was very artistic, very tasteful. Yeah. Very horned very up. Very tasteful. Tastefully done. Very tasteful. Very tastefully also, we should done. make a note that Angelico's crotch goes from his crotch up to his shoulders. It does. Like, in between in between his abs is his crotch. So, like, Angelico just standing anywhere is horny. It's gross. From his elbow pit peck line all the way down is a cum gutter. Down- <laughs> <laughs> That's how chiseled it is. <laughs> I just broke my. He died. It's like a disgusting. He's like a. He's like a, a slimy, like sexy salamander. He's a sexy lizard. Yeah, he's a sexy lizard. And he looked. He's even more. He's even in better shape in AEW. The rare time you see him on dark, he's fucking ripped to shit. He's bigger now. He's just His he's pecs are like huge. a wet hot dog. <laughs> Saline just like snow. a hot dog that's been on a, on a grill that's not hot enough, and it's just sweaty. Just sweaty and just tight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my chest hurts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I have no more, nothing else that's horny. I don't think... Uh, okay, well, it was, it was a horny episode. Mundo's pants were kind of horny, but that's just by default, because it's got all those cool patterns and Catholic shit. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> into something different. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, Oh, hold on. uh, I'm laughing so hard my head hurts. Wow. We have fun on the show. We sure do. We do. There's one last thing that we're adding to the show that's been on the show, but not all 40 weeks, (laughs) and that's Tights of the Night. Ooh, yeah. This is a tough one. Okay, so what do we got? Pentagon, uh, he's generic tights. He's nothing special right there. Phoenix, the same. Mill. They're all, they're, this is weird because they're, they're TV characters. Yeah. They don't change up their tights. Phoenix will start changing his tights a lot, but everyone else doesn't really yeah. change outfits. Yeah. Let's not forget Rick and his, <laughs> his gray shorts. Yeah. 
I think I already gave Rick his flowers, though, with his how big is he? Because it's about his shorts. Yeah. The one the standout tights that I think, in my mind, is, stands out the most are Ivalice gold destruction pants. Yeah. And her, her bralette with the gold rim, rimstones, gemstones all over the black bralette. And then a little belt scarf. I've never heard the word bralette before. I mean, it's like a sports bra. It's, okay, okay, okay. One thing we should mention, because we kind of gla- we, we skipped over it, was that uh, Macho Man Randy Savage was not right. in either episode of Lucha Underground and may have been dead at this point. And I apologize for not bringing it up. That's actually a huge uh, pox on my entire evening. So after this, I'm going to... You know, speaking of Catholic stuff, I'm going right. to whip my back with whatever that was called. Flagellating. Paul Bettany in, in, uh, in um, Priest. Da Vinci Code. Oh. I got it all right this time. I remembered it all this time. Yeah. This looks really good. Yeah, like, both still doing this. Great. He's pretending to flagellate himself. <laughs> I'm so ashamed. And, and, he, and he's commenting on how good he looks while he does it. I'm in hell. Yeah, ours looks good. <laughs> I'm in hell right now. Listen, Listen, let's let's cut to the chase, okay? All those all yeah. those names you said had great tights, mm-hmm. and, and there were some good tights. Uh, uh, you know, Prim, Prince Puma was around uh, in a vignette. Oh yeah, he had a couple. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, there there was a lot of good tights. But what I'm gonna tell you right now oh, is that tights yeah. of the night <laughs> wasn't a pair that. of tights. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a pair <laughs> of tights. It was. Hold on, what... hold on, hold on. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up. If you could see Mike and I recording right now, you will understand how much we get each other's comedy because yeah. I know exactly where yeah, he's going. Yeah. But continue. It was what one of the wrestlers wears casually when he goes into a meeting with his employer. <laughs> yeah. The tights of the night were not tights at all. No. The tights of the night were what King Cuerno was wearing when he decided he needed to have a go go have a little talk. Yeah. With Dario. He was all cowboyed up. Yep. A fucking dream lord in a a white cowboy hat. His beautiful red and black mask. A red Wrangler shirt. Uh Uh-huh. Blue jeans and cowboy boots. And we didn't see him stand up, but they were, it was tucked in. Clearly tucked. tucked in. So here's the thing. I made that big, uh, our brains work the same thing, but I actually thought you were going somewhere else. Really? I thought when you said not tights at all, you meant Conan's new stick. Oh, right. <laughs> Conan's new stick. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which I is got... also yeah. amazing. Yeah. That was also maybe tights of the night. <laughs> but I, I let's stick to the actual fabrics and clothing. Because okay, okay, okay. King Cuerno also still, again, same thing we've seen before, but when he comes to the ring, he's got a deer on his head and not a cowboy hat anymore, but still a very cool hat. Easy to like. We saw him. We saw him drive to to the uh, to the, the the what's it called the temple, the temple. God, he's gonna call it the warehouse. We saw him drive to the temple in his badass uh, truck as well with those vintage white white coat wheels or whatever. What are those are actually called? Yeah, white, white wall tires. Whatever. White wall. That's the what's the word? Uh, he didn't have the hat on in that truck though, which I thought was a mistake. That was a mistake. He must have forgotten it at home. Or no, it was. Probably on the dash or like on the seat next to him. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think Cowboy Hat just all Hangman Adam paged out. 
He like uh, like that's what Cuerno wears when he needs to just pop into Dick's Sporting Goods because he ran out of tennis balls or whatever. You know? Can you imagine? Yeah. D- d- b- b- having a problem at the register and being like, "Oh, I got a oh, you know, I forgot something," and turning around to go grab your fucking uh. You know your windshield wipers or whatever that you forgot, and <laughs> you turn around, and there is masked King Cuerno in his "I'm working on the ranch this weekend" outfit. You can't see his eyes either because the cowboy the cowboy hat is low, the brim is low, <laughs> and you're just like, "Yeah, well, I'm dead." I have a question for you because we didn't discuss the belt that he's wearing. Is his belt flat leather? belt buckle or thin woven leather belt buckle you know the woven where it's yeah. tiny strips are all yeah oh i have i have Which a woven one? leather belt let's i think anyone of i don't anymore but we all we were in middle school when well woven belts were the rage and i admit we probably had woven belts for a little bit too long well listen here's the thing i don't still have my my small woven leather belt that I, you know, like the small strands that were woven, many, many weaves. The buck of the belt loops are so big around it. Yeah. Many weaves in those. That's not, that's not the belt that I still have. The, the, the woven leather belt that I have is, is from the seventies. Uh, and it's three large strips of leather. Okay. And it's a D yeah. and it's a D ring, uh, belt. So, but the, uh, I think it was just saw so- solid leather. With a belt buckle. Is D-ring just the, the D-shape with the one single clasp? The D-ring the, is the, like... The bigger, it, it's got the bigger... The D-ring has two circular... It's like two circular rings, and they're offset, so you... They snap together, kind of. Well, you, they... you bring the belt back. This is a belt-based suicide. Oh, I got it. You're, you're looping. You're, it's like an S-loop. It pinches. Thing there, right? yeah, 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 it pinches. This is tights of the night, baby. It's we friction. Friction about. keeps the keeps your pants up. We're clothing experts here on Tights of the Night. I don't think you've, I don't know if people have noticed that yet. So we know what we're talking about. And look at the pink jacket behind you. That's cool as shit. Yeah, thanks. It's actually this is actually a red cow- shirt? cowboy shirt. Yeah, it's wow. very similar. This is very it's similar to what like Cuerno was wearing. Is it pearl snaps. It's pearl snaps. It's got pearl snaps. <laughs> it's even got the western cut <laughs> shoulders yep. and yep. and pockets. Yep. Okay, yeah. Mike's halfway there. I'm, I'm halfway I'm there, there baby. He's gonna get really into guns next. <laughs> well, um, yeah. So, so yeah. He that was it. Evelise, I'm sorry. Your second place tonight, uh, to King Cuerno's cowboy hat. Yep. I guess that just about does it. Here we are. That's it. Uh, where can people find us? You'll find us on the World Wide Web. You should just go on the Twitter machine or the Instagram. That everyone's on, apparently. It's all the rage with the kids. And we're at Tope Suicida Pod. If you want to send us an email, it's Tope Suicida Pod at gmail.com. And if you want to shout at Bo, he's at Bo Rosser on both of those platforms. I am out. I am a totally analog man. That's not true. I'm sitting in here in front of a computer talking to you. But I'm no longer on social media. If I am, I'll let, I'll let you know when I come back. If I do. I'm going to try and read some books. I mean, I do both. There's not enough time. I get There's it. There's not enough time, you know? Oh, man. Well, here we are. Episode 161, 40 weeks away from episode 121 when we did Lucha series last. We'll come back probably every few months. Maybe we'll do a Lucha every, like, month and a half. That sounds good. Two months. Great. Three, four, five months, 40 days, weeks. 
before we do any of that procrastination for the next Lucha Series episode, I need to know, Mike, in episode 161, here on this fine Sunday evening in December, can't believe it's December, what is wrestling? Wrestling is restraint. Wrestling is restraints that are not extreme sometimes. (laughs) Wrestling sometimes is being able to hurt someone and choosing not to. Because mercy is one of the fundamental things that humans like connect with because it it is a uniquely human virtue that we have uh, invented. And I think so often in wrestling you see malice and uh that has become a trope in term like oh I don't have to do this but I'm going to do it yeah. because I want to. Why am I hunter all of a sudden? <laughs> But I liked seeing Rick win the match and not hurt someone who was one quarter his size, even though he's a bad guy. Like, clearly the bad boss put this match together so that she would get hurt by Big Rick. Yeah. But he's better He's better than the boss man. Yeah. You know? The boss man betrayed Big Rick. When he had those goons take his eye out. That's right. So wrestling is restraint. And in exhibiting restraint, you leave room for a dynamic emotional experience for a viewer. Because without lows, there can be no highs. What is wrestling to you? I'm so glad you asked, Mike. So without lows, you'd have to go to Home Depot. God damn it! To get the cage material needed to build the cage match. Yeah, because wrestling, Mike, is extreme. (laughs) Okay, extreme matches, extreme scenarios, extreme heroism. That was Big Rick, by the way. He's the extreme heroism. Yeah. Extreme restraint. Dot com. Baby. All right. (laughs) (laughs) We did it again against all odds. Since the Lucha episode. <laughs> this one's a long one, too. <laughs> On accident, sorry. <laughs> Technically. Adios. Bye, everyone. We'll see you next week. Tope Suicida, What Wrestling Can Be, is a knit comedy co-op production and edited by Mike Whitman and Bo Baxter-Rosser. Thanks for listening.